0: Considering the nature of the third. Do you hear him? Aunt Frances asked. I did. I started to stand, but she waved me down. Finish your breakfast. I'll clean up his mess after the two of you leave. It's not. <murr> Eddie, my black and white tabby cat, padded into the room and jumped onto my lap. His head poked up over the tabletop, and he reached forward. Not a chance, pal. I moved the bowl of oatmeal out of his reach. You know the rules. Aunt Frances laughed. He may know the rules, but I don't think he has any intention of following them. Gently I pushed at his head, trying to make him lie down, but he pushed it back up. Down I pushed. Up he came. Down. Up. Down. You know he's going to win, Aunt Frances said. Shh, don't let him know. From the noises we just heard, I'd say he already won the battle with the toilet paper. In summer, I lived at a marina on a small houseboat, but Eddie and I moved to the boarding house after my aunt's guests were gone and the weather started to turn. Since then, Eddie had discovered that his new favorite toy was the roll of toilet paper in the kitchen's half bath. And to Eddie, a toy couldn't be a favorite unless he did his best to destroy it, Happily, toilet paper wasn't expensive, at least in small quantities. You know, I told the top of his head, even things that aren't expensive can get that way if you have to buy them new every day. Eddie had gone through bouts of destructiveness with paper products all summer long, and it looked as if the trend was going to continue. What he'd be like in the winter, I didn't know, because I'd only had Eddie since late April. I'd gone for a walk on an unseasonably warm day, and found myself wandering through the local cemetery, enjoying the view of Janay Lake. My calm reverie had been broken by the appearance of a cat, who had materialized next to the gravesite of Alonzo Tillotson, born 1847, died 1926. Though I'd assumed the cat had a home and had tried to shoo him away, He'd followed me back into town and charmed the socks off me by purring and rubbing up against my ankles. I'd taken him to the vet, where I'd been told that my new friend was about two years old and needed eardrops. I'd run a found notice in the newspaper, but even though I dutifully paid for a normal-sized advertisement instead of the tiny one I would have preferred, no one had called. Eddie was mine. Or I was his, one of those i'll stop and stock up on my way home i got up and took our dishes to the white porcelain sink which was so old it was trendy again i'd seen similar ones in antique stores selling for bizarrely large sums of money and realized that my aunt could make a fortune by taking the boarding house apart and selling it bit by bit of course then she wouldn't have anywhere to live Besides, she loved the place, despite its drafty windows and problematic plumbing. And so did I. Do we need anything else from the store? There was no answer. I looked over my shoulder and saw Aunt Frances still sitting, her elbows planted on the old oak table, her chin in her hands, and her gaze on Eddie. My cat was sitting in the middle of the spot I'd vacated, he was looking back at Aunt Frances with an intense, yellow-eyed stare. I knew that stare well, and it often meant trouble. You know, my aunt said in a faraway voice, I think it would be nice to get Eddie his own chair. Trouble, my friends, right here in the boarding house kitchen. I went back to the table and gave my feline friend a gentle push, sending him to the floor. Aunt Frances started to protest, but I shook my head. He got you again, I said. Beware of the power of the cat. He was trying to convince you to cater to his every whim, and he would have sucked you in if I hadn't interfered. Aunt Frances laughed and got up from the table. I could tell she didn't quite believe me. Well, I didn't quite believe me either, but what other explanation was there for lying awake in the middle of the night, desperately wanting to straighten your legs, but not doing so because straightening them would disturb a cat's sleep? I also didn't believe that Eddie's brain grasped more than a handful of human words.